everyone, it's Mike and Matthew here at the Practicology Podcast, where we are putting biblical theology to work in our everyday lives. Thanks for tuning in again, everyone. We just want this to be a further help in the Word of God dwelling richly in your hearts. We uh, ask you to remember to subscribe to the podcast if you would like, so that you are automatically updated when a new episode is released. You can subscribe in your podcast app, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or Google Podcasts. Yeah, or you can subscribe at our website practicologypodcast.com and you can connect with us on Twitter using our Twitter handle at M&M's podcast that's M-N-M-S podcast Matthew, what's on the Practicology menu today? Well, Mike, if you remember back to our first two episodes, we talked about how the God of endurance enables us to endure in our Christian walk, and then putting that perspective, that theology into practice to endure amidst difficulties in the local church. I want to return to that subject of endurance and think about it now in relation to evangelism. That's great, Matthew, and timely. Uh, Evangelism is a subject that's near and dear to both of our hearts and likely to many listening today. And COVID has certainly presented challenges to evangelism. Um, I can think of so many outreaches that we would normally have conducted last year, and uh, all of them in their traditional format were, were canceled. BBSs, camps, and so on. Um, And where I live right now, we're not even allowed to invite people in for a meal, which is a a great context for for our personal evangelism. Yeah, good point. Uh, COVID has been a a test of endurance in many aspects of life and ministry. But the scripture that I've been thinking about today is 2 Timothy 4, 5. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist. And the words just above that text are well worth taking heed to as well. Verse four said, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. And over the past 11 months, it's felt very much at times like it's out of season. Now, Matthew, when you say out of season, you're not implying that God's truth is out of season, I presume. Definitely not. Thank you. We are merely saying that the time does not always seem particularly easy or commodious for preaching the word. But the scriptures tell us clearly that we sh- what we should do with the gospel when the times don't seem right for spreading the good news, we should keep spreading the good news. We should endure in evangelism. Now, here's what I find to be uh, a helpful, though, basic theology of evangelism. Our work is to spread the gospel It is God's work to bless it and save souls. Our role is to preach and to pray. It is the work of God to save because Jonah 2.9, salvation belongs to the Lord. So I take great comfort from Romans 1.16, for example. I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. I cannot save people, but I can bring them the gospel in which God's power to save them is inherent. I cannot make people believe, but I can live in such a way to make the gospel appealing, believable. I can preach in such a way to try and persuade them with the knowledge that God himself wants to save them. First Timothy 2, God desires all people to be saved. So God and the power of his gospel, they are on our side as we spread the word. What a comfort. If God is for us, who can be against us? That's uh, that's huge, Matthew, and a good basic theology of how evangelism works. Now, how do we apply that theology in the circumstances that COVID has created? 
All right. So I'm going to give you four things that I have found helpful that I think can help us to endure and persevere in evangelism during these challenging times. Four things. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Number one, COVID-19 has not taken God by surprise. COVID, the pandemic has not taken God by surprise. Obviously, this does not just apply to evangelism, but I think it is valuable to remember if we are prone to think something like the work of the gospel has been squelched by COVID. The gospel message is never out of season. For one, think about other times in history when circumstances did not seem conducive to spreading the gospel. What did the church do? She spread the gospel. And even when circumstances did limit the activity of the saints, the spirit of God was not restricted. This is relevant in 2 Timothy again. I mean, it was written by Paul from a prison cell in a period when there was widespread defection from Paul and his teaching. And from a human standpoint, the future of gospel testimony seemed to hang by a thread. And Paul writes, I am bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure. Paul knew that God was not wringing his hands in heaven because his apostle to the Gentiles was imprisoned. And God is not wringing his hands in heaven today because the pandemic has hemmed us in. When I say that, I don't, I don't mean that the pain and suffering caused by COVID doesn't touch God's heart. Of course it does. I mean that God is not worried about being hindered in reaching people with his gospel of grace. So God's sovereignty in all the circumstances through which we pass is a comfort to God's servants. It's a comfort to us in the work of evangelism. The God who wants to save people through his gospel is the same God that has allowed the pandemic. The Lord knows some plans that I had for evangelism have been prevented by the pandemic. So if the Lord's okay with that, I need to learn to be okay with that. Yeah, you're sort of touching on the issue of how divine sovereignty relates to human responsibility, right, Matthew? I am that dicey subject. I am somewhat. And, and when people ask about that, I, I love to cite the clever but wise response of Charles Spurgeon, 19th century Baptist gospel preacher, when he was asked if he could reconcile divine sovereignty and human responsibility. I wouldn't try, he replied. I never reconcile friends. Evangelism must obviously include a love for perishing sinners. That's our responsibility. But it also stems from a love for God. And the God whom we love to serve and honor is in control and has allowed the circumstances. And there needs to be an acceptance of his hand in the affairs of men and a trust that he's still able to reach people, even when we feel like we're on the sidelines. So COVID has not taken God by surprise. Great comfort. Okay. How about number two? Number two, praise God that the times we are in may awaken some to their spiritual needs and to eternal realities. Another thing that encourages us to endure in evangelism is to remember that what seems like a hindrance to us can be the means the Lord uses to reach people. Again, think of the book of the Acts when Paul and Silas were thrown into prison in Philippi in Acts 16. On the surface, that doesn't seem helpful to evangelism when the evangelists, when the evangelists are in lockup. Uh, but the Lord turned that around for good and used it to reach the jailer and his family. I remember when we were approaching the year 2000. Uh, you might not remember that, Mike. You're quite a bit younger, I know. But uh, there was a lot of talk then about the new millennium. And that got the attention of a, of a woman who'd grown up with the gospel. And she'd been accustomed to seeing the two roads and two destinies chart with the word millennium emblazed on the far right in reference to the Lord's coming kingdom. And just as she heard the talk 
uh, about the new millennium that brought that chart back to her mind. It made her think about the future. So there, there was a conversation going on in the culture and the Lord used that to remind her to think about her own eternal destiny. The times we're in are difficult times for many people, but praise God, some will take stock because of that and they'll be ready to listen to the gospel in a way that they may not have been otherwise. Yeah, I agree with all my heart. And you've chosen to talk about endurance in evangelism in the context of the COVID pandemic. But in a way, you could have talked about it in the context of a pandemic of secularism. We are surrounded by people who live seemingly with zero reference to God, and our answers don't seem to match their questions. And in a way, the COVID pandemic, while at one level an obstacle, may well be a help against the spiritual pandemic, which is perhaps greater. So how can we take advantage of this moment, Matthew? Good point. Good questions. And so number three is this This has caused us to get creative in our evangelistic outreach. That's point number three, get creative in your evangelistic outreach. And I'm only going to stay on this point for a moment today because we're about a year into the pandemic now, and many already have gotten creative as to how to get the gospel out to people when public gatherings are more limited. Online gospel preaching was available to us before, but many of us had not tapped into it very much. Now it's exploded. Wonderful. God's been using these efforts to save people. Praise the Lord. The point is, this is what God expects us to do. Think again of Paul's example in the Acts. He would go to Jewish synagogues and he'd look for an opportunity to open the scriptures. Then in Athens, he's reasoning with people in the marketplace. Then in Ephesus, he's using the hall of Tyrannus. So while some ways of spreading the gospel are unavailable to us in a given moment or at a particular place, let's think about what is available to us and how we can take advantage of the opportunities the, and the doors that the Lord opens. All right, so we're talking about enduring and evangelism, and you've given us three things, if I can remember them. Number one, COVID-19 has not taken our God by surprise. Number two, remember that the times may actually awaken some to spiritual needs and eternal realities. And then thirdly, you told us to get creative. What's your final help for us? All right, number four, last one. When it comes to evangelism during COVID or any other time, keep doing the same thing. Keep doing the same thing. You might say, well, what do you mean? You're talking about how we can't do the same thing. You're talking about getting creative. Well, this is what I mean. Two things. Are you sure you can't keep doing the same thing? Think about that. Maybe you're allowed in-person gospel meetings, but you think no one would come in the current climate. Well, maybe. Think about that, though. Pray about it. Obviously, think about the health and safety aspect as well, absolutely. But remembering that the Lord may use these circumstances to get some people thinking and bearing in mind that other churches may remain closed even while allowed to open, perhaps some people are looking for a place to go. So don't just assume that the same thing isn't an option. But the second thing I mean when I say keep doing the same thing is simply keep sowing the seed. Don't let the circumstances make you think that the end of evangelism hath now come upon us. People are distracted and understandably, justifiably so, but the gospel is still people's most pressing need. Sinner's biggest need today is not to stay safe. It's to be saved. It's Christ crucified that people need to hear about. It's Christ's death, burial, and resurrection that they need the most. So I'm back now in my thinking to 2 Timothy 4, 5. As for you, endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. It is work, and it does take endurance. 
J.I. Packer reminds us, evangelism is a work in which the non-appearance of quick results is no sign of failure, but it is a work in which we cannot hope for success unless we are prepared to persevere with people. So a biblical theology of evangelism assumes an endurance in the work. Now I'm preaching that to my own heart right now. As I say that, a biblical theology of evangelism assumes an endurance in the work. May God help us. He is the God of endurance. Mike, I know I'm talking about endurance. I'm, I'm kind of pushing the limits on time here, but do you think I have time for a Charles Simeon story? We always have time for a Charles Simeon story. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Charles Simeon was an evangelical Anglican preacher in the 17 and 1800s. He's a great example of enduring suffering to preach the gospel. Now, his work was not out preaching in the fields like John Wesley, who preceded him, but he is an example nonetheless of enduring in preaching amidst challenging circumstances. Charles Simeon was ordained as a, as a preacher at Holy Trinity Church in Cambridge in 1783 at the age of 23. But partly owing to his evangelical preaching, the people of his parish didn't want him as their minister. That's a rough way to start. So they boycotted his preaching, leaving the building mostly empty. And then when he tried harder to get people in, the gates to access the pews in that building were locked so people couldn't sit in them. At his own expense, Simeon brought in chairs for people to sit in the aisles. Then the trustees of the building threw the chairs out of the building. People were insulting him in the streets. Uh, Charles Simeon became very discouraged. In fact, he wrote his letter of resignation, but by the grace of God, he did not hand it in. And instead, with strength from God, he endured in preaching the word. And gradually, as he persevered with people, gradually people started to come and listen to his preaching. Then he got really creative and did what in his day was unthinkable. He started an evening service for preaching. <gasps> He did. And then he invited students to his home. You talked about using our home for the work of God and the gospel. He invited students to his home on Sundays and Friday evenings to discuss the scriptures. And it was Charles Simeon who ultimately helped found evangelistic organizations like the London Jews Society, the Religious Tract Society, the British and Foreign Bible Society, and the Church Missionary Society. He was a major influence on Henry Martin. What a great story Henry Martin is, who he later became a missionary and translated the scriptures into Urdu and Persian. So there's, there's lots that flowed from Charles Simeon enduring suffering and doing the work of an evangelist. I don't share all of his theology, I'm sure, but I do want us to learn from his endurance. Keep spreading the gospel. Keep preaching the word. That's a great word, Matthew. It uh, wasn't just you preaching to your heart, but to mine as well. And I appreciate it a lot. Uh, a final thought comes to me. You talked about how COVID is preparing unbelievers' hearts right now. But another encouragement would be for us to let COVID prepare us. I think both can happen during this time. And if we have more time right now, uh, we can use it to prepare for greater evangelism work when restrictions do lift. So maybe read a book on the gospel so you can understand it better and love it more or read a book on evangelism. I, I recently read a great book by Becky Pipper called Stay Salt. It was excellent and very encouraging. And uh, just finally, Matthew, we've talked about sharing the gospel with those around us. What about those who live with us? What about our own children? So next episode, I want to talk about that, how to bring the gospel home into the hearts of our children. 
because the prime responsibility for evangelizing and teaching my children lies with me, the parent. Amen. That is a great point, Mike. That's a really important issue to think about. So we'll look forward to that. Thanks again to everyone for tuning in. This was the Practicology Podcast. Subscribe to be notified of future episodes. And we hope you can join us next time and have a great day.